I'm Janet Cunningham with the University of Utah Communications Office, and today we're discussing philosophy degrees. Derived from the Greek words meaning love of wisdom, philosophy teaches students to question and analyze themselves and the world around them. Dustin Stokes, Associate Professor of Philosophy here at the U, is here to provide more details about this degree and the value of a philosophical education. So let's just start with a very basic. What is philosophy? Right. So... It turns out the philosophers aren't particularly good at answering this question, although you might think that they would be. But here's an attempt. So in some ways, you might think about philosophy as the first science. So it's, it's the first attempt to determine in some kind of systematic way how the world is, what exists, how things work, how to understand ourselves and our place in the world. So to be interested in philosophy is to be curious about the world, to wonder about it in some ways. Um, but philosophy today, I suppose, departs from science by often asking questions that can't be answered by just doing empirical investigations. So, for example, no amount of experimentation or data collection is going to be enough to answer philosophical questions like, what is justice? Or what moral rules or obligations should we follow? Do we have free will? What's essential to us as individual persons? Um, so philosophy behaves in some ways like a science, and it can be informed by it, but it largely goes beyond what science can teach us, and it proceeds by using logic, arguments, and sound reasoning. Anyway, that's my stab at saying what philosophy is. So when you're talking to a student who is thinking about majoring in philosophy, how would you convince them? What would you tell them about why they should major in philosophy? Right. I think there are a lot of reasons to consider choosing philosophy, but here are two. One of them is sort of intellectual and one's a bit more practical. So if you're curious about things, if you wonder about how things work and what the nature of the world is and our place in it, then philosophy would be a good fit for you. It encourages you to indulge that wonder, to indulge your natural curiosity. And my view is that one of the most, if not the most distinctive things about us as humans is, is that very curiosity that we can wonder about the world. A more practical reason is that the general methods used in studying and doing philosophy are methods of critical thinking. So how to formulate valid arguments, how to analyze evidence, how to write and reason carefully. And that's a useful set of skills for any life endeavor, endeavor whether you want to be a doctor, a teacher, a nurse, an accountant, or whatever. And what are the different areas of study within philosophy? Well, there are many. I mean, speaking to our department, we're really a pluralist department with most fields of philosophy represented by our faculty. So you could study uh, the history of Western or Eastern philosophy, things like value theory and ethics, political philosophy, uh, applied ethics like bioethics, philosophy of science like philosophy of biology, philosophy of religion, theories of knowledge, logic and reasoning, and so on. But it's probably worth noting that we're most well known for philosophy of science and for applied ethics. And so how have you seen this major change over the last 10 to 20 years, if at all? Sure. There are two general changes in philosophy, and certainly these are true of our department. So the first one is that there's a lot more specialization. So for example, you could do a major with emphasis on applied ethics or on philosophy of science. In fact, we're now developing a devoted philosophy of science major where a student does studies in both philosophy and a science of choice. Second, and this is related, we, we see a lot more interdisciplinary studies. So it's common for students to be encouraged to branch out to other disciplines uh, that will complement their philosophy studies. What are the job skills learned within philosophy? Well, I hate to use this cliche, but I'd be tempted to call them life skills instead. Uh, I think the most general set of skills are skills of critical thinking, 
reasoning and writing persuasively. And a bit more abstractly, I think because we encourage intellectual curiosity in our students that this translates to an ability and energy to analyze things carefully and deeply. And I think that can be useful in, in just about any context. What do your students do with a major in philosophy? What are they going on to do? Honestly, um, anything. I mean, most obviously you might go on to do advanced graduate studies and maybe enter into the academic world as a teacher or researcher. But I think it's a misconception to assume that that's all one could do. Because of the broad writing and reasoning skills, a philosophy student is well equipped to enter into just about any discipline or workplace. So we send students to law school, med school, into politics, education, policy work, and believe it or not, even the business world. Um, it's maybe worth noting that philosophy majors tend to outperform nearly all other majors in graduate entrance exams like the GRE and the LSAT, and I think that's a, an impressive fact. Do you have any examples of specific jobs that your students have gone on to do or other students within the major? Well, as I said, we've, we've sent students to a variety of advanced studies, and then they've gone on to become lawyers and doctors and to work in the business world. But I really think that the skills acquired through studying philosophy translate to just about any job. Those are not jobs except ones like mine that are advertised as being a philosophy job, but I think students with good university degrees are prepared in more general ways than this. So I don't think that there has to be a one-to-one -one mapping from the title of your degree to your job. In fact, I think students should think about what they're doing in university in broader and more open-minded ways. So, of course, there are some job-specific skills that one may need to learn in school for certain professions, but you also want to think about your university degree as just preparing you for life, wherever it takes you. And I honestly believe that studying philosophy does this for a student. Um, so in ancient times, to be a philosopher was to be committed to a certain way of being, to a certain way of living your life. And I think there's still some of that in what we do as students and teachers of philosophy. Before we end, can you tell me a little bit about your research here at the U? Yeah, absolutely. So my research is largely in the philosophy of mind and cognitive science. So I spend a lot of my time trying to figure out how certain aspects of the mind work and often collaborating with empirical psychologists. So I'm often running experiments with psychologists here at the U. So some questions that I'm interested in are, are these. What is imagination and how is it important to how we navigate the world and act creatively? Um, how does what one has learned or one's goals or what one expects or what one believes, how does that influence how you perceive the world, how things look, how they sound, and so on? And I also do some work on how our minds work when we experience and evaluate artworks. So, for example, we know that differences in what we know about art can affect how we judge an artwork. But a more interesting question, perhaps, is how those differences can affect the very look or sound of an artwork. So do people see, actually visually perceive, the same artwork differently because of what they know or like or value. So those are some examples of the kinds of questions that I think about. That was Dustin Stokes of the University of Utah's Philosophy Department. Visit humanities.utah.edu for more information about the Department of Philosophy and other areas of study through the College of Humanities. <laughs>